0: Welcome everybody to brutally honest reviews, only on the brutally honest network. This week we are back for another installment of brutally honest reviews, and we are reviewing Vice. And I'm here with Rob this week and Steve, and he's kind of our resident like political movie. He held, I did the
1: front runner, and now now I'm doing this. He Got to held do, right. do a little he compare and contrast
0: office once.
2: He
1: I, I did. I was, I was elected to office in, in the town of Stoughton, Massachusetts. Were you impeached? <laughs> had to resign disgrace, but either way, had the office. Wait, you had to resign? Oh, could have moved to
0: brain treatment? Too many sexual uh, misconduct uh, lawsuits? That's what they say. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, glad to have you back. Thank you. And, uh, on the right side of the law, if oh. you know what I mean. We'll see. See how the podcast goes. All right. So Vice is essentially is a movie about Dick Cheney. Um, that's pretty much flat out what they said to do. Although their cast is star studded, the entire time they've stuck to, you know, trying to stick to Dick Cheney. Where I thought Sam Rockwell did amazing in this movie as George W, as always, but the main focus was Dick Cheney. So we only saw like maybe 15 minutes of screen time with him. Um, But like, I want to go into like, I don't want to go into anything too crazy yet. So let's give it over to Rob for like first thoughts.
2: I thought the movie in itself was just all right. I liked all the characters a lot more than I liked the movie, I'll say. Like, Christian Bale as Dick Cheney was a lot better than I thought he'd be. Sam Rockwell was phenomenal as George Bush. He had the mannerisms down the voice. And Sam Rockwell was charismatic as hell. Yeah. He was probably my favorite character in it. Amy Adams was really good in it. I don't know too much about his wife. But... Donald Rumsfeld... It's alright, but Steve Carell's just got that voice that's always gonna be Steve Carell to me. Yeah. So yeah. that took me out of the story a little bit, but Yeah. Overall I thought the movie was alright. Ran long, slow in parts, but all the characters were well acted, well performed, I would say.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I thought, that, I thought all the characters, all the actors did a fantastic job. Uh, once again, like I, I can't say enough, Sam Rockwell is like the hidden gem in, in American One of film. the more mm-hmm. underrated actors of our generation. Absolutely. He is, and he's in like everything, and he always outperforms everyone. And I'm not even exaggerating, he really does outperform a lot whenever he's in a film. He's just underused, I feel like, I don't know, maybe I, because of the way he looks. some reason i feel
1: like he could go to a grocery store and like nobody would know who he is but he's in all these movies he's in tv shows and he's fantastic and he's he's like the best actor Hmm. one of the best actors working there i don't know i feel like most people like your average person on the street like they know ryan gosling is they they don't know who sam rockwell is which i would like if i were an like yeah you're in all the movies and stuff you're doing great everybody respects you but you can also go get a burger
0: that's i don't know I think that's that's probably you're probably spot on, because there's another actor who looks exactly like he could be in every, Like, Dan Stevens looks exactly like... Not exactly like, um, but like he looks... It's the same look that Sam Rockwell does. He's like an up-and-coming actor. He's in mm-hmm. The Apostle, which we we're yeah. reviewing later this week. Um, he's in Legion. Mm-hmm. He's in The Guest. He's in... I think he played um, the Beast in Beauty and the Beast. He played the Beast in yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Um so Dan Stevens is up and coming, but he's the same look that he's, like, always, like, when you see him, it's, like, almost like he could blend in. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, Christian Bale did amazing as Dick Cheney. Uh, I, I was kind of, I was looking the entire movie for somewhere to judge his portrayal, and I really couldn't. It was it was very well done. I mean, I don't know Dick Cheney, but I, from what I've seen, from what I've seen in political broadcast from what i've seen on tv from what i've seen and other things and heard and etc it looks ex- exactly like him sounds exactly like him mannerisms exactly like him amy adams did amazing as his wife um, i thought she was a very strong female character in this one um, as she apparently also was in real life i didn't don't know too much about politics um, Steve Carell, like you said, like, I did kind of, like, it took me out when I heard his voice. But I feel like the makeup in this, for one, like, was incredible. Oh, yeah. Like, I can't even, like, I can't even hold a candle to, like, how much, how good this makeup was. I mean, I understand, like, every day they were kind of, like, they go to set and they're like, "Um, all right, today, what kind of Christian Bale are we doing? Oh, we're doing 70-year-old Christian Mm -hmm. Bale. Yeah,
2: even the subtle aging makeup. He's like went good. five <laughs> years from then, and then present day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, slight little tweaks, like a little bit of liver spots and stuff yeah. like that. It's all really well done.
0: Yeah, and then the rest of the cabinet too, like Carl Rove and Colin Powell, and uh, they were all fantastic. And the guy who plays um, his oh God—they changed roles so much in this movie, but like political roles. Yeah. But like the one I loved the most was well not loved the most but I'm enjoying seeing him in other things is the guy who played Libby
1: yeah he was really good I forget the actor's name
0: but I do too he's he's the guy who plays uh um if anybody's seen Jim Carrey's Kidding he plays Pete the uh stepdad was he on Weeds yeah he was okay. on Weeds yeah yeah I'm pretty sure he's on Weeds I don't want to like I don't want to be wrong but I'm pretty sure he's on Weeds like the brother-in-law or something. Yeah, he's yeah. like the the weird brother-in-law. Yeah, that guy. Okay, yeah, I know who about. Up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like <clears> get <leading throat> back to the, so the writing in this was fantastic, the editing was fantastic, the acting was fantastic, the cinematography was fantastic. The problem I had with this was really just the length of it, and also when you consider that the trailer was. So, so this the trailer is like an entire thing you can get into. Like the trailer was edited very comedically, almost seeming like it was like a comedy, mm-hmm. which it clearly wasn't. It's very far from a comedy, and they're showing like all these different like horrific war images. Um, you know, the Abu Ghraib prison. Uh, I think photo. you could
2: classify this as like a dark comedy, like almost like a Fargo three billboards something like that. But it's it, pretty close to a dark comedy.
0: But it wasn't though. Like, it wasn't a dark comedy at all, though. Like, if you think, like, every time you laughed in the movie, I don't think you were
2: supposed to laugh. Right, right.
0: It was just the mannerisms or, like, what we know after that happened. Or, like, what we know about the whole situation. It's not funny. It's funny because it's like, oh, this fucking guy.
2: Yeah, piece of shit. It
1: kind of felt like it didn't know where to go. Like, whether it wanted to be a comedy... Yeah, and I guess he edited a ton out, which is now surprising you, to me because it was so long.
2: Do you think that's because Dick Cheney is just that uninteresting, that he just that can't be a great movie made about him? No, despite all the stellar performances and no writing. Idea.
0: No, this is this is. I mean, I'm sure you you know you you know. Do, you, do you, you know, like, all the backstory and everything to this? I, I know a lot
1: of it. I, I mean, I had to learn some stuff from this movie. This is one where I was, like, uh, I was really looking forward to this movie. I loved the trailer and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I was pretty disappointed with it, and I, I agree with you guys. The cast was awesome, and I think it was, like, the most redeeming part of it. I, I really think kind of, like, all the pieces were there. I'm a big Adam McKay fan. I just I feel like it didn't come together. From an execution standpoint, I thought I said to my girlfriend after the movie, I'm "Like you, you could have trimmed forty minutes off of this movie. Oh yeah, and it would have been fine." Um, and even I don't know. I was like looking at my. I don't know the exact length of the movie. I feel like it was it only felt long. I feel like it was like a two-hour movie, maybe. It felt like a three-hour
0: movie. Yeah, it felt like the filmmakers got way too into the backstory. Yeah, and they didn't know. That they should have cut things. Yeah, because like if you if you spiral and you go real, you go into like you delve into that backstory, Mm -hmm. and then you go and recreate something that is what I feel like is was very authentic. Yeah, um, I feel like they the filmmakers themselves were having more fun with it than they realized the viewers would. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's a good way to put it. Like the when they were in bed with the Shakespeare going back and forth, I thought that was a real like filmmaker thing. I didn't like that scene. I didn't uh, either <laughs> it's Like, and it dragged on and like why is this here
2: because of the way he speaks yeah that that would, I feel like a part was like we're supposed to laugh at so, but it wasn't funny yeah As and felt, then oh sorry so, the parts that I found were funny was every time he was getting ready to have a heart attack yeah, yeah. And yeah it was just good. like I think I need to go to the
0: hospital <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then I also any scene with George Bush in it was fantastic yeah yeah like, Sam Rockwell is just hilarious. Yeah, he, he They should have focused that. more on his stint as vice president and less on his rise to fame mm-hmm. or rise to glory. Because, I mean, it was slow, dragged on, kind of boring. No one really cared. I agree. And they
1: did rush through as vice president. Yeah, to, it, um,
2: it was probably only, like, what, the last 20, 30 yeah. minutes of the movie? Yeah, the movie's called fast.
0: Yeah, you know? it played like a histo like a History <clears throat> Channel special. Yeah, yeah. For for half of it. Yeah. For well, three quarters of it, and then it got into the real stuff that everybody cared about, and then it skimmed over most of the last like five ten years. Yeah, and then Barack yeah. Obama was just sandwiched into like the end credits. Yeah,
2: no Clinton. Yeah. At all, which one? I mean, one short scene. One short Clinton?
0: scene. Yeah. I didn't see Clinton at all. Hillary. Right? Yeah. I saw Hillary or, yeah. on TV. Yeah. But I didn't see like the press Bill's presidency. Bill was before. Yeah, no, uh, they did. Bush. Yeah,
1: like they could have at least mentioned. You mean something? like after- Yeah, he was
0: before W. Yeah. So like we did, we went from George we went George H. W. H-W to straight to I think straight to um Obama. Right? Am I wrong?
1: Well, then they jumped to George W. Bush. But yeah, they kind of skipped because I think that's when he was at Halliburton and he was just sort of in the private sector. Yeah, that's just where so, he said he was the I guess CEO. I can- Yeah, kinda just skipped over that that whole
2: eight years and fifteen seconds.
0: Yeah, see, that's that's they so nobody knows his like legitimate backstory. Now unfortunately, like we know him enough to know like almost what his favorite color is. We didn't need to. Like it's just yeah,
2: Dick Cheney's better as not being a person. Yeah. And just being a monster. Mm -hmm. I also feel like it would have been funny had they not shown his family as much, yeah, or mm-hmm. that he even cared a little bit for his daughter who was a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Take all humanity away from
0: him, I make mean, it an exaggerated Terminator, <laughs>
2: exactly. Make it an exaggerated storytelling, like Inglorious Bastards, yeah. Well, then
0: it would have been a straight comedy, exactly, which is what the trailer <clears> from perceived. Adam McKay that's yeah. what you'd expect. So Adam McKay's behind do you know what he's behind other I didn't know every Will Ferrell movie yeah. you've ever seen. Yeah, because I saw like when we were seeing Holmes and Watson he was in the yep. he was a producer. And he also works with uh
2: Danny McBride quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure he did all his TV shows on HBO. Yeah, I think barring, at least co written um,
1: The Big Short. Everything else is like a straight comedy. Yeah, yeah. you know. And, uh, yeah, I think he wanted to do this a little more in the that's sort of Big Short vein, but I, I just don't think it really came together.
0: So he chewed out a lot. He chewed out a lot of stuff with Big Short, and he was like, "I'm going to do a political movie." And the studio was like, "All right, go get him." And, yeah. And he. It seems like he's really just enjoying learning. Yeah.
1: I like. Yeah. I, I think that's a good way. I mean, to put I
2: definitely it. Yeah. wouldn't say that this was a bad movie. No. no. no, 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 no just far, no. slow. It was too well acted to be a bad movie. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, if there's if there's ever something as informative as like if there's if there's ever like like this is the closest you could get to actually knowing Dick Cheney. I feel like <laughs> without actually knowing. Yeah. It. Without actually knowing him, yeah. and I know I'm saying that like, and I know it's a movie, but like this movie like took two and two hours and twenty one minutes. To to portray this character like this is something that they wanted to get even like the first five minutes like you see the the text come up is like we did our best we did our fucking best yeah, yeah. to to be a, as authentic as possible yeah. which I I believe them yeah, yeah I think they did yeah. a lot of research they pro- going they on probably this. got no interviews or anything no. for this
2: to get any help with it so no yeah. way yeah they did their best
0: so let's talk about real quick the trailer so like the trailer was a comedy so this is something that like I hated initially because I hate going to a movie and seeing a trailer and going to the movie and it's a completely different thing. Mm -hmm. I started with that mentality being like these pieces of shit. But (laughs) halfway through the movie I'm like, I was thinking about it like during there's a lot of time to think. It's a very slow burn movie. So I'm thinking during the movie, um, this trailer that they came up with, like it was straight comedy. Like they obviously knew that. They're not stupid people. Mm -hmm. Um, They did all of this work. This is incredible work. Um, I, I, what I uh, deciphered from their decision to edit the trailer that way is that we have Donald Trump as our president. Mm -hmm. We're constantly berated by Facebook posts about politics, like constantly. People don't want to see it. Like I literally, I see something political and it has turned me into the person where I'll literally just, I'll turn off off, unfollow i just don't want to hear it i it's it's so overdone it's so overworked so my thought is like they wanted to put this out and edit it authentically but the climate was not right for it so to get people in the theaters they had to show a comedy yeah
1: oh d- and you know what yeah all the fishing motifs throughout the whole movie where they had to lure people in yeah ah that's what
0: they did to us yep. yeah all right it, that's really what they did very clever adam mckay i appreciated that as a filmmaker just just because, but because it was done right. Yeah. Because like I didn't feel like I was brought into a movie and given a shit film, like so many movies this year. Have been yeah. a Great trailer, and you end up with a shit movie.
1: Yeah. Every scene, every good scene
2: is in
0: the trailer, type of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But this this one had a lot a lot to offer, but like they had to get people in the theater. So. Yeah, that was
2: definitely a marketing decision because
0: marketing is the one that
2: works on trailers. Director is not going to go and make the trailer. That was yeah. the marketers or the. Marketing division be like, Oh, this is what we have. Mm. Are people gonna go and see it? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Right. Let's try to get all the funniness yeah. into the trailer. Let's put a lot of let, let him Rockwell think it's well non stop laughs.
0: It was a great trailer, yeah, yeah. And they- to an extent, like the movie was did live up to probably about 60 percent of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. I
2: mean, all of George Bush's scenes were in that trailer. Yeah. Every yeah. single one of them is about yeah. Because it's everybody
0: It's all anybody knows. Yes. Yeah. That's a thing. So like they suckered you in with like the George Bush scenes and then you get in there and you learn all about Dick Cheney. Mm-hmm. Um it was pretty
1: cool. Yeah.
0: But uh so this movie's obviously too long though. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, we they could have trimmed I think C right,
2: you know, about forty minutes. It yeah. seemed like it, yeah. I don't know the exact. A amount A good is, thirty to forty minutes um, I could have cut out of this. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of scenes. Like this could have been an need. HBO movie. Yeah, yeah. And like you know, solid what done. ninety
0: minutes. Not enough of a budget. To oh be all no, in the no. Cast. no. The HBO's cast made
1: some good political movies. They made one about the um, the financial markets crashing, and they made one about the '08 election. Yeah. And I feel like this could have fit in there. Yeah. I, I think you're right, Rob. But yeah, I don't know, man. There's just a lot of stuff there. I, I did, like, I laughed at the when they had a, the mid-credit sequence, like, all right, this is what it would have been like if he, if he never got back into politics, he yeah. would have lived this nice life. Little- yeah. I but
0: hate even that-, that, did you really? Let's let's talk about those moments because they. Th- the there they was go. a lot of those moments. Yeah. I I have a, a thought. Well, e- either I mean they might have been smart enough to know how much of a slow burn this was going to be, but I think that they shot probably about an hour and a half movie mm-hmm. and they were like this is just boring people are going so yeah. back and they shot some of these weird uh almost hyper realistic scenes there were like yeah. that scene.
1: There was that one that was the waiter uh, the waiter one i and loved was, that one, i liked actually. that one a lot yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah that one so there's a scene let's let's talk about all of these actually. absolutely there's, there's yeah. only three right there's three main that, that i can think of right now yeah there's shakespeare there's the uh, the Pete living happily. His hair yeah, like is super the, healthy. The mid credits, and then there's the the, the dinner scene. Thing, yeah, yeah. So the first one we see is the Shakespeare soliloquy one.
1: Yeah, I I did not like that scene.
0: Yeah, so like what they so what this movie did is like this movie like was self aware and knew that it was a little bit of a slow burn. So the writers or whoever was responsible wrote in these comedic scenes that were kind of like hyper realistic to like get like a couple of cheap laughs to keep like the slow burn going so like the first one was right after a major accomplishment um dick cheney was laying with his wife in bed and the narrator which is an actor i love who was misused in this i feel like also Yeah far ago the yeah TV he's, show. he's amazing in that. he's he's real good he was I in friday night
1: lights um his name I'll think of it in my car on the way out of here right. <laughs> I'll,
0: I'll tell I'll tell our viewers to message yeah. you no the next directly. podcast Steve here. Yeah. <laughs> message him directly if you'd like to
2: I'll tell you or just look it up but yeah message <laughs> me directly
0: message him he's got the he got the deets. his
2: number is 781
0: <laughs> but uh so what they did in this scene is like they basically said the narrator said there's something along the lines of like more or less, um, it might as well have been a Shakespeare soliloquy, yeah, or something like that. Like and we the,
1: don't know what they said, but it's like Shakespeare sort of thing. Yeah, I think is, um, yeah, it,
0: it was like the it was like the, they were fighting about him whether or not he was going to actually entertain the vice presidency mm-hmm. with George George hmm and they tried to make a little bit more of an interesting conversation by making it in like Shakespeare soliloquy which is like yeah it's it just didn't work we too dumb to know if they
1: actually pulled it from a, I think they pulled it from like Richard the first or third I don't know if it is but I, I don't know if they just wrote it and if they wrote it I think they did a really good job sounding like a shakespeare play but again i don't know if it's it's something that was real or not but it just dragged on i didn't like the scene in general i didn't think it was a good direction to kind of take it in
0: yeah it just didn't play <clears> it one. didn't no and then following that we have a um where is it? we have the shakespeare one i want to get to the dinner one last because that was the one I actually watched. i
1: think that was chronologically last too and then it was um when he was deciding whether or not um, after he was secretary of defense whether he should run for president himself it didn't pull well and after go to the fact <laughs> People that his hate daughter him. Uh, was gay and he said like basically I'm not going to get into politics again." he went into the private sector and then it was him and his family at their Virginia house and it just sort of rolled credits and I was like alright and oh. he, like, give, gave little subtitles like his heart's healthier than ever he competes in Iron Man competitions he's happy with his family and stuff and, uh, yeah. they raise dogs together yeah. how it all could have gone and then after it, it runs some fake credits, he, he gets a phone call from the Bush campaign.
0: So um, what did you think about that? Because I have two things to say about that. What did you I, think about that? I thought like I thought, that cool. I, thought
1: I, I, I chuckled. Um, and I, I do kind of like the idea that, you know, it could have potentially gone another way if he wasn't such a power-hungry dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because I mean, there's a lot of rich jerks out there who maybe spend a little time in government and go to the private sector, but they're happy, and they have families and whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think his he probably his legacy would be way better if he just did that. Yeah. But
2: probably not Probably wouldn't have shot his friend in the face. You never know. I like how they did that scene. It was just like, hey.
0: Yeah, he didn't even give a shit. Yeah. At that point. And then yeah. his
2: friend apologized.
0: <laughs> so... The credit scene. So I have two things to say about that credit scene. The first one being, I was caught off guard. So like I didn't know it was coming. So I was like, "What?" I actually think the movie was over. For a second, I was thinking, I was
2: like, "Oh, but no George Bush at all yet."
0: Well, yeah. Here's the thing: is like the Iron Man competitions. One, I was like, "That's a red flag." What the fuck's going on? Yeah. And the (laughs) credits roll, and I'm like, "Well, I mean, I guess I have been here for almost an hour and twenty minutes already." Like, this could be the end. And then it wasn't. I was like, that... That would be I the was, ultimate
1: fake-out trailer.
0: Yeah, but we were there for an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah,
1: and it felt like two hours already.
0: Yeah, and then they put on the, the fake credits, and then I'm like, all right, I'm going to leave. And then they're like, oh, it's not really the ending. I'm like, oh, okay. Hmm. We it's did miss an after hour. credit.
1: Or I don't know if you did, Evan, but I know me and Rob missed an after credit scene, too. Oh, there was one? There was, yeah.
0: I don't think I missed it. Well, it was God damn uh, it. I guess it was one of the focus movie.
1: groups from before and then they started arguing and like fist fighting about politics oh no i missed it yeah and i was reading one review of the the movie today it's like um they're like that scene for them they didn't like it already and this this sort of pushed them over the edge like you know what fuck this movie (laughs) because it's just like saying that you people are idiots this is blah blah blah. and i don't know it just seemed kind of condescending i I can see why they might have taken that tone with it again i didn't see the scene personally i just sort of read about it Mm -hmm. but um yeah I don't know. I, I get a little bit of. It was very heavy-handed as a movie.
0: Well, um, it was. It was very. It was a very strong political statement. Yeah. A, a bunch of them actually. A ton of political statements.
1: Yeah, and it's something for me. I'm because I'm, I'm involved in politics. I generally know the story. Yeah. And I agree with them. Like this is. um I think it's important. Like people talk about Trump. It's like he didn't come out of nowhere. There was a lot of stuff that built up to. Yeah put our political lot system setup. at a point where something like this could happen. But yep. I, even towards the end, was like, alright, Jesus, like, yeah, forest fires. I know, they, they cut, yeah, it was like... They cut a lot into it. Um, I feel like it could have been a little more subtle. And uh, That seems
2: like something they probably added in post-production. Yeah,
1: that's what I got, that's what I figured, too.
0: I liked it, to be honest, and the reason why I liked it is because I think that one of the biggest problems that and I'm sure it's not just America, it's just all we see. But I'm, I'm, one of the biggest problems America has is the fact that 90% of the population, and it's probably an exaggeration, but 90% of the population, basically everybody who lives out of Massachusetts, I'm just kidding. Um, 90% of the population, or maybe 80% of the population is not educated in politics, doesn't understand how it works, doesn't understand what's going on in the world. All they can really resort to is what they know and like we can't blame them because they're not really educated in that and it's like who would want to be educated in politics when you're given what we're given you know and it's 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 crazy it's politics for me has, and like i know it's probably like going to be a controversial subject for you but politics for me has always been taking advantage of people who don't know better.
1: well that's that's why it's important for people to participate and this is yeah um and if any movie ever says like this is it's important to vote this is because i guarantee i don't know what al gore's presidency would have been like but it would not have been like like, what we saw in this movie and by a margin of you know 600 votes or so that's how it shifted and you saw something similar in the most recent election and like when i did that that sort of local town government thing like my brother asked me like why are you doing this and it's like well it, it only works if we participate in it and unfortunately you know we stopped teaching civics in schools and there's a lot of things like that where people like I said people aren't informed enough and it's not yeah. you know it's bad it's bad for our society and, and, and people need to pay attention more so and I I think the movie sort of blamed people more so than it should have at least yeah. with that uh, I think that's kind of what that review I read is getting towards that end of the credits scene like it's like you people are too dumb you're focused and all this other stuff but you know, it's kind of like, it's both.
0: So it's definitely waxing a little bit too much sociological and political, but people don't, like people out west or like south, down south, people basically who are not in like a, like a, like a central trade hub of the, of the United States. So anything central Massachusetts, anything in that area, people are uneducated people don't have the money to be educated the teachers in that area aren't generally educated as much as they should be and people don't really live on a lot of money so it's like people like even i see myself in massachusetts being our rent is so goddamn high in the state everything is so so expensive in this state like i work 100 hour weeks and i still have to deal with bullshit um but like people work so much that nobody has time to catch up on what's going on in the larger scale. Everybody's concerned about making their next paycheck, paying off their credit cards, etc. It's like, It's like almost like the government knows that we don't have the money to be able to follow the bigger picture. And, and everybody's kind of focused on their own, like staying alive, staying healthy, keeping their family safe. And it's like, I feel like there's two sides of the coin. You can tell people that you need to be more responsible. You need to know what's going on in your country. But you can't say that and then tell people that they have to work uh, for minimum wage and that to live they have to afford basically double what they make.
1: Yeah. You know? Well, I, th- I think that's a good point. But, um, you know, there is a, a benefit too. Like, look, there are certain politicians, a lot of, like, the Democrats who say, like, we want to make the minimum wage higher. We want people to make more money. Yeah. So... To say, like, people will act like, ah, you know, they're both the same, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to, I don't even want to pay attention. I think that's that's a bad road to go down. Like, yeah. obviously, whatever your values are, that's what you should vote. But it's tough, yeah. I mean, I, I work a ton, you know, commuting traffic, sitting in two hours of traffic every day just to get to work. Yeah. Trying to do your hobbies and stuff. Yeah, it's tough. And it's tough to stay informed, you know? I have a lot of sympathy to that.
0: Yeah. So. It's just, it needs to, there needs to be a better system. People in politics who are pooling. You know, these Halliburton politicians, and I don't, I'm i not trying to, like, get you in trouble and, like, wax political right now, but, like, <laughs> these Halliburton politicians need to understand that everybody isn't working with their salaries. Everybody's working with what they have, and sometimes they need to work 100 hours a week if they need to, to get by, and, like, sometimes there's not time for that, and also, like, what you want to do in your life, you only have one life, and sometimes politics is not what they want to be interested in. Politics is a, is a thing that I've always thought was something that you go into if you want to make a lot of money, and that's it. I, I never really thought there was anything to it just because I, I just, I've seen just i seen who we've had. I mean, we've had horrible politicians for the most part. Um, I don't want to get it too much into detail because I honestly don't know that too, I don't know too, too much about it, but I know the politicians that we do have are not in it for the general public's best interest, but I mean, what are you gonna do? Some are, some aren't. You know, I'm not saying everybody's a bad person, you know, a lot of it kind of weighs in the shoulders of Congress. I mean, it's yeah. kind of, you know, the the, the bigger picture of thing is there the end all be all say.
1: Well, no, and that's one of the big focuses of this movie is, is Dick Cheney's push to get more power, you know, to the executive branch so that they could do more, they could go to war with Iraq easier. Yeah. I um, you can see, you know, he started out. I think it was during the Ford administration. This has been a very long-term goal of his. Yeah. And something that he wanted to push forward. And, and you know, like I said, towards the end of the movie, like that's still that's still in place today. Though a lot of the stuff that you know, the War Powers Act was still acting on. Yeah. In um, Congress, yeah, they should have more power and they don't use it. Yeah. You know, someone like like Paul Ryan, like if you wanted to stand up to Trump, you could. He doesn't. Yeah. You no. Know?
0: It's 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 kind of like a game. I mean, it really is it becomes like a battle between like the people who are going to be who want or are in it for themselves and like, the mm-hmm. power and like a battle for the people who are actually real politicians and want to push for people's rights but it's kind of you know it's, it's the battle that goes on that we really don't see too much of yeah we only really see it when there's a major thing that happens and even then it's kind of glazed over because the media is kind of the enemy I mean the media's kind of ruined everything but you know is what it is yeah um so yeah let's, let's stop talking <laughs> the politics uh let's get to so the third scene they had that kind of goes more of like the comedic side like this movie was heavy in metaphors big time um so they had like this scene where it's dick cheney and his chief of staff all eating in a restaurant and there are pictures in the wall of wolves eating meat and stuff so it's like yeah the heavy metaphor of like these are carnivores like Eating, eating, like, like, eating up this power, and then the waiter comes over and is like, "Would you like Guantanamo Bay? Would yeah. you like X, Y, Z? Would you like these things? Like all power-based, like power moves, and like playing on, playing off of that." Yeah. And Dick Cheney <laughs> says, "Yeah, I'll have all of
1: them." Obviously. <laughs> just like specials at a restaurant. Yeah, I really like that scene. Yeah, bring
0: them all. And like them laughing maniacally. Yeah. Just eat, like, like just chewing like wolves on power. Just like that it was crazy but, yeah that scene was awesome all the others the other two scenes uh, you know I, I just thought they they kind of missed their mark yeah a little bit um or caught me off
1: guard what did you think about the whole the narrator thing because um i know you, you mentioned that you thought that actor uh jesse plemmons jesse plemmons yes and he was Next. in breaking bad too yeah, he's well awesome. done that would have that would have really bothered that was me well done. um yeah. but yeah so i I thought that, because he's, he's a really good actor, I like the way he did it, but I thought that that kind of missed the mark for me, too. Um, I get why they'd want to have a narrator, but then... I don't know. It's... I, I, Jury's still out for me on that
2: one. It wasn't needed. Yeah. That probably added an unnecessary 10 to 15 minutes to the movie. Mm-hmm. Going back and forth, what he was saying, setting up scenes. Mm-hmm. And a then going into twist. his backstory. Yeah, yeah. it was. It I kind of figured it was something like yeah. that.
0: Yeah. Speaking of cheap twist, so I th- I told you at the theater, I went to see this movie randomly. What are you going on here? No, I'm just kidding. i a bottle opener. Is that a Dick Cheney membership? <laughs> yeah. NRA membership, yeah. Traitor. Yes. I'm just kidding. Um, so I was talking about like. So you, I went to see this movie randomly, like I tried to see this movie all week and I just kind of keep pushing it back, pushing it back. And (coughs) I go into the movie and I do my, reserve my seat through Mm MCD list. Mm -hmm. And I literally got the seat next to my dad who was going to see the movie at that time. That's so funny. So weird. (laughs) Completely randomly. So So that was funny. Yeah. So. He'll probably be watching this podcast for that reason.
2: That's great. Giving it good old Terry critiques. Yeah, what yeah. do you think?
0: Yeah. He, what do you think? Yeah. I don't know yet. I should yeah. ask All him. right. Um, I had a piece out. I thought that our movie... I thought Holmes and Watson started at one. Yeah. And that movie went well oh, over one. Oh, yeah. So I was like... I was freaking out. So yeah. I had to say bye to my dad and in the theater. I was like, bye. I'm going to go see Holmes and Watson. <laughs> <Which I'm glad laughs> i <forgot> to see. <laughs> um... Yeah, that's my cheap twist. I like that twist. Yeah, that's a good one. So, let's talk about a couple more things before we round this out. Um, the family dynamic, I think, is something to talk about. So, I thought that they. I understand that you didn't want to see a lot. You wanted to more see, like, the vice president stuff.
2: I like the family, but if you want to make him seem more inhuman, leave out the sympathy he has for his daughter. But then again,
0: but he that does hour. that yeah. also
2: does set up at the end where he tells his other daughter, who's running for office, to fuck her and throw yeah. her under you, the bus. You
0: have to humanize him in a two-hour and twenty-one-minute. Yeah, movie, but even nine. then,
2: just thinking about what I just said, they dehumanize him later on. So they yeah. did what I
0: wanted. Yeah, yeah you yeah. have
1: to you have to have that to then build to. Later on, when yeah, you kind of say, you know, this guy doesn't—he really doesn't is piece a shit. piece of shit.
0: Yeah, because think about watching a two-hour and twenty-one-minute movie where the entire time he's like a hyper-realized Dick Cheney, just seeking—I mean, it would be awesome, but it would be <laughs> if there's more. They'd really or the lean shot. into it. Yeah,
1: like you said before, um, like like a Terminator type of thing, hmm. or an um, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. You know,
0: it would be fun to see. It was kind of the trailer we were given. Yeah, yeah. but at the same time, it's like. I have to. I do have to appreciate. This movie was interesting because, like now, I'm, because of the podcast, I've been watching movies, knowing what I'm like. I've been grading them as I go. Yeah. So, like, this movie started at like a five, and it went to a six, and it went to an eight, and went back down to a seven point five, and back to a seven. It was just like it was a lot of like it was a lot to take in. It was like a lot of information. It was a yeah. lot of scenes. I started to appreciate what they were doing. More than I appreciated the movie, so like I appreciated their research mm-hmm. and the editing and all the work they put into it over how good the movie was yeah. as a whole. Because I feel like when I left the movie, I feel like I learned a lot.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I actually um, I've only done a few of these with you, but I I felt like you liked it a lot more than I thought you would like it. Yeah. Like if I I was trying to think of like what I was gonna grade it on the on the ride over here. Yeah. And I was like oh shit I gave Front Runner a six five. But I think that might have been too high and then I don't know what it yeah, was. Yeah, I know one. what you're saying. Yep. Um yeah, I left this one pretty disappointed, but you've kinda of, you've sold me on a lot of stuff. I'm like, all right you know what, maybe it wasn't that bad. <laughs> oh, <it's good. laughs> Made you
2: almost want to rewatch it. Yeah. Other maybe when it that comes may on may Netflix missed. or something.
1: Yeah. And you know what I, I did read he cut so much stuff out of this like the um, when he shot his friend that was supposed to be bigger so maybe um, I like how that like a director's a- cut if you have a weekend to fucking give up and watch it mm. um, I don't know maybe I don't know if there's a little more of a comedy element to it or what the deal is but
0: I felt like that scene didn't give enough um, foreplay No for like it reports. didn't like I didn't understand I, I I know what happened I mean I've seen I yeah. saw when it happened I saw it in the news but. I didn't see preluding up to, that's the only thing is like I didn't really learn enough about what why he was doing I almost like that oh you think he was like coming loose like this man I don't even maybe?
2: I almost like how there was just no setup it seems yeah. like something he would kind that's of like it wasn't real life too. happen and just wouldn't say anything about it because he's a prick yeah yeah
1: you know but you might have Joe like Biden that. never shot somebody. <laughs> like that would would have been a media story for you know months. You would have had to resign. We need Joe Biden. If he no, did. Like, imagine. I if would assume did.
0: it was an accident. That guy's a saint. <laughs> i don't, I'm a big fan of him. But they need to <laughs> bring no, back, back the Joe Biden memes. Oh, the Joe Biden. Obama we'll see memes. in 2020. Yeah, they're the best. Yeah, they're the best.
1: But yeah, I don't know. It's um, I I I see what they were doing there because like everybody kind of knows that story. Yeah. But I, I it felt to me like like, oh shit, we really need to wrap this movie up. Yeah. So just sort of like splash cut to everything. Well the
2: whole thing was drawn out and then the ending was kind of rushed, I feel. Yeah. Felt. Yeah. Because they kinda of just ended it.
0: Yeah, they did. It should have been VP heavy. Based on the trailer, it should have been VP heavy. Even like I know what they had to do to to sell tickets, but like it it, it should have been it should have been more of a VP heavy movie like the trailer was. Yeah. Like that's what the movie was marketed as. Despite them making it more comedic, it has nothing to do with the content. Like it should have been a little bit more aimed towards like the VP, yeah, and that stuff. Like that's where like all of the shit went down. Yeah. You know, they the they called the movie
1: Vice. I yeah. mean, I get you want to see how he arrived to that point, but that the big focus for them, and really, I, I think the message that he was trying to get for like all the stuff that this guy did, yeah, kind of set the stage for what's going on now happened in that eight year span and I do feel like they rushed through it. Yeah. When we left the theater my girlfriend's like well at least he's dead right? Like no Kristen he's still alive.
0: Do you think (laughs) they specifically waited for Dick Cheney to be dead and then maybe even George H.R. Bush to be dead before releasing this? No
1: because it would have it was well in production before before H.W.
0: died and Dick Cheney still left.
1: Yeah. Kristen thought he was dead but
0: I thought he was dead too.
2: Nope. Still left. What the uh, the evil ones never die. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're serious. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, he's yeah, he's yeah. alive. Oh yeah,
1: Kristen, um, I I believe old. thought I think he's 77.
0: Oh really? He's young. Yeah, younger than you'd think. Wow. Even as Kristen younger is, than uh, a man that had yeah three
1: <laughs> heart attacks. Yeah. Because going back to Joe Biden, I think he's 76. But I mean, see the talk the, about somebody.
0: The trick is downplaying the heart attack. Like when you have a heart attack, don't make it worse. Just go like, yeah, I could go to the hospital.
1: He's never Yeah. I mean.
0: People play up the heart attack. You know, you get too overworked and you end up yeah. dying. You're gonna underplay <laughs> just relax. The heart
1: or you get some other narrator's heart and then you just keep on trucking. Yep.
0: Yeah. I I, I, I I do really I think the narrator the narr- so they needed a narrator, but he yeah. didn't need to be physically there. I thought the twist was I mean, I saw it coming a mile away after, yeah. after, you know... I mean, not a mile... I mean, I did see it a mile away, but an hour into the Yeah, I was. thought it was
1: going to be like he died <laughs> in a roadside bomb or something. Like, I'm, just, I'm one of the kids that he sent to die. Yeah. And then when he's back home, I was like, all right, you must give him the fucking heart or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's heart transplant victim. <laughs> so, yeah, let's, so let's round this out then. So this monster of a movie, um, what do you give it for a rating and what do you think My final
2: thoughts I think it would have been beneficial to have more of it trimmed out maybe play more along the comedic value that the trailer was going at mm-hmm. I didn't hate the movie didn't really like it but I liked all the performances in it and all the actors in it probably gonna give it like a six.
0: Um, I gave it a seven. As I said, I went back and forth a bunch of times. I went from a five to an eight to an eight point five, even back down to. A I gave it a seven initially. At the, I mean, not initially. At the end, I gave it a seven. Um, I thought the acting was incredible, the cinematography was incredible, lighting was incredible, writing was incredible. My main problem again was the length of the movie. I thought, I would say, cut twenty minutes out and you've got a solid film. It was up at the two-hour marker. it was kind of like, I was pulling up my phone. I was like we got another movie to see here. What I mean, do you think i got time for? i get got to run a podcast here. Um, so, yeah, no, I give it a 7. Um, it's, it's definitely, like, if you are into politics, you got to see this movie, absolutely. It was made for people who are into politics. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're looking for an entertaining movie, I, I, I would still see it. I, I would see it. Um, just know that you're going to be getting a lot of propaganda you're gonna be getting a lot, a lot of backstory on Dick Cheney. It's basically a biopic. I mean, it is titled yeah. "Vice." Yeah, you know, it's pretty Ace close it to a biopic. Yeah,
1: biopic. That's one of our friends. Biopic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> biopic. Yeah. I have two to say. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Thoughts? Um. So I, again, this, this was kind of a struggle for me because I was comparing it to what I graded "Front Runner," which I gave a six point five. I, I feel like this movie is a six, but so the the parts of this movie that I liked, I liked a lot more than anything I liked in Front Runner. Mm-hmm. But the parts that I disliked, I disliked a lot more than anything in Front Runner. So I think I might have given that too high a grade. But you I left. You can readjust. This, we'll let you. On the bar school pizzas, you can't. You can't go back. Well, we're not then. So I would actually, I would give Front Runner a six, and this is six point five, I think. In. Um, because, yeah, I did like it a little more. It was so well acted. And you can't take away. I mean, the cast was so good. Um, and I do feel like it had all the pieces that just didn't quite come together right. Yeah. But it was in, like, if you're into politics, maybe you don't see it in theaters, but if it comes on Netflix, Jeff definitely check it out. But yeah, it's going to be a little heavy handed.
0: <laughs> here's a controversial question. Not really controversial. But here's a question um, What would you have cut up?
1: I would have yeah, I definitely focused more on the vice presidency. You do wanna see where he came from. I actually might have put even a little bit more um in like the Ford era. Um sorta of after he became a real player, see how that kind of played out. Um and just a lot of the extra stuff like um like the the credit scene in the middle. I, I hate that scene, but I would have cut that if you had to. Yeah. Maybe some of his earlier life. Um But I don't think just looking at the length, I actually don't think it was a super long movie. No, I think it, was it was like felt long. long. It felt long. It was that's a pacing So that's the
2: stuff you want to cut out. Maybe the that, way, yeah. That's where maybe I, I say out. maybe just Dick mm-hmm. Cheney was a very boring man. Yeah, maybe. And no matter maybe. how you spin his life, it's not going to be interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: But he, really, he, he wasn't boring because he was like he was like a his shark. Life was. A way. Yeah. He's like a boring shark.
2: And I, I like Steve Cohen. Like that. a toothless shark.
0: I thought it, like, portrayed someone who wants power, but isn't, like... Like, you saw when he did his campaigns. Like, yeah. he was shit. Like, yeah. when he was, like... Had nobody. to actually He was never get somebody who could
1: be really elected. To, yeah, the I mean, he was elected to Congress. He has to run he shit. He could never run, yeah, like,
0: run for president. You know? Right. His campaign was shit. Yeah. No he, one would vote for him. He has, like... Yeah. His heart rate is, like, 50 over whatever. He yeah. Really super low heart rate. Like, couldn't excite... Couldn't excite a, uh, a lack of analogy here, but couldn't excite the most the least excitable person or yeah. the most excitable person. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You understand? Yeah, yeah. Like he's just he's very like bad at public appearances, but he's yeah. also like very he has powerful. no charisma.
2: Yeah. yeah, no it
1: factor. And the best thing I'm a, I don't know too much about that particular race, but I mean, if that's if he had a heart attack and his wife had to kind of sub in for him, uh, at least the way the movie portrayed it, that was the best thing that could have happened for him. Yeah. Yeah. Because she she could talk to people. She was great. Amy Adams
0: was amazing in this. Absolutely. She was was arguably the best actor and actress, actor-actress talent in this.
1: Yeah. Certainly I think the most underrated. Yeah. You know? Uh, Because everybody's going to say Christian Bale did a great job, which he did, but but it's um, it's, it's method really, acting though. Yeah,
0: it's like it's 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 character acting. So it's like it's not. I'm not saying it's not real acting, but it's like it's he's playing a character. So it's like that actually I, exists. Do you think he walked yeah. around
1: on set like when they weren't rolling, just still acting like yes. Dick Cheney? He, he must, makes, right? Right? Yes. that's kind of his thing.
0: I do. Probably method actors are real. Yeah, it's it's, it's they're they're wild. I've I've ran into like a couple of them. And and uh, it's hard to tell if they're really method actors or not. Mm. I mean, if playing, I, I just don't know. But like being around them is certainly like very interesting.
2: Yeah. Daniel Day Lewis had Sierra. to be carried around when he did the My Left Foot movie. <laughs> he refused to walk because he was playing like a quadriplegia.
0: Yeah. Huh. Something like that. Yeah. You know something though, like they're being paid as much as they are. Whatever they have to do to portray the role. Hey, if
1: it works for you, yeah,
0: absolutely. It works for them. I, I agree fully with meta, method acting because I think that's all you do for work. So we have to do yeah, it cool. in If it helps I'll you stay in character, do it. I'm all for it. I don't care. Yeah, whatever set, works for you. Mess, I bet
1: I'm Steve be Carell sure. is not a method actor, so I'd like to think whenever they cut, like he's just still Dick Cheney, and then Steve Carell's off goofing around.
0: He doesn't seem like a method. Actor. But I don't know. I, I
1: thought I actually think he portrayed Rumsfeld pretty well. It's no, it, yeah, He did. Kind he, of have like he a did it's just his
2: voice. Like it's that. just his voice to me in general. Yeah. Well, always like gonna. Go. That's to Michael yeah. from The he, Office.
0: He looked super like Donald Trump. Like, he did specifically in the scene where he's let go and he's on the phone. Yeah. I noticed. Um, the rest of the movie is kind of like big. hmm Um. All right. With that being said, um, go check out Vice if you want. Um, I'm gonna end it out. Unless you yeah. No, of course, to my,
2: nothing to plug. No.
0: Nothing to plug. And the plug, not really. Right. So, thank you for tuning in to Brutally Honest Reviews, only on the Brutally Honest Network. And then, our music podcast, Streaming for Gold, is going to help you tune into the newest music that comes out on Spotify and streaming every week that we don't hear about because CDs don't exist anymore because we're ancient. Um, but anyway, thank you for tuning in. Tune in next week, Brutally Honest Reviews. We'll have another review up for you, maybe even this week. I'm not sure. Sometimes we do doubles. But we'll see you next time. Peace.